You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. And welcome to the Dynasty Rewind. Doing some Debbie. So it's me and Nate hanging out with you guys. Nate, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, man. I, I'm going to be in Germany in about 36 hours drinking beer. So Switzerland. All right. Have fun. Doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. I'm going to gain like five pounds from all the beer I'm going to drink. Fuck it. You're young enough. You can you can get rid of it real quick. So, um, yeah, awesome. Love it. Have fun. We're gonna miss you. Uh, you will not be on next week, correct? I will not be. Sorry, man. We got you covered, and we have a special guest coming in Ooh. to the heavy player of the week. But I'm not gonna spoil it, so you're gonna have to tune in. So let's get to it, Nate. It's back. Let's go. I missed I missed the fight song after the summer. I'm not gonna lie. Even though it's not the Penn State fight song, I still miss it. Um, but that fight song will be coming up in a little bit. So, Nate, what do you got? Who is your Debbie Player of the Week? I got an absolute stud to talk about. And I, I'm super excited about him. Most of the Debbie community is super excited about him. This guy was just going up draft boards and Debbie drafts this offseason. People are going crazy about him. And to be quite honest with you, he might be the number one receiver in his class there's some competition, but he might be the guy by the end of it all. And this is Marvin Harrison Jr. And yes, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the son of the Marvin Harrison that you know. So there you go. That's that's really all I need to say, right, Mike? I mean, it's the second coming of Marvin Harrison. You can't go wrong with that, right? I mean, I liked Marvin Harrison. I think most of us did, especially mm-hmm. if we playing fantasy football and had him on our team. Peyton Manning loved Marvin Harrison. A lot of good going here. But Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to Ohio State. Wide receiver you. Man, things are just lining up here for, for this guy. Okay. When you Mike, when you think of a, a wide receiver coming out of Ohio State, you know, you look at the list of like the past five, six guys that come out, they're yeah. all the same player. They're all five foot eleven, you know, like 170, 180 pounds. They're really good technical route runners, and you know, yeah. that's kind of their bread and butter, right? But physical for their size, you know, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, these guys, they're still pretty physical. Not like super physical, but enough that they can hold their own. Right? Like Kind of like Devonta Smith. Here, here's one thing, and I hate to, to just kind of burst into your segment here. Everyone's like, oh, 5'11", but it's like... That's average. Odell Beckham was 5'11". Yeah. Everybody loved Odell Beckham, and look at what he could do. He had some great high-pointing, some great leaping ability. So Ohio State, man, Ohio State knows how to freaking... They know how to recruit wide receivers, although I will say Penn State has been doing some pretty excellent wide receiver recruiting. They have been. Well, um, but I'm sorry. Yeah, you you, you know, all these Ohio wide receivers are the same. Even All the guys that recruit, they're all 5'11", 6 foot, 180 pounds, and good route runners. It's great. Works out well. We've seen it work out very well for draft capital. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr., he ain't one of those guys. This guy is 6 foot 4, 205 pounds. Mm, That's what I'm talking about. He's more Michael Pittman than... We love that. Yeah. Marvin Harrison. I mean, this is a guy that physical freak, physical freak, man. Um, He moves really fast. 
I'm, I'm going to try to bring up the, the, so every year there's a freak list that the athletic puts out. Um, Bruce Feldman, I think. Yeah. Bruce Feldman puts out a, a freak list of college football, like the top 50 most freakiest players in college football. Well, Marvin Harrison Jr. This year was the number two guy. And at six foot four, 205 pounds, Bench is 380 pounds, 22 reps of 225, which let me tell you, that would have been like top of the combine for wide receivers. And he's he's been clocked at 23 miles an hour with GPS on the field. I mean, he's probably going to run like a 4-3, you know, at worst a 4-4 at his size. Marvin Harrison is a size speed freak. He is productive. He actually just caught three touchdowns last week. And in the Rose Bowl last year to finish off the season against Utah, albeit they were playing with some backups out there in the secondary, three touchdowns. This is a guy that C.J. Stroud is really starting to lock on, and it and is he's producing. So far through two games of the 2022 season, 12 catches, 240 yards, and three touchdowns. You know, with the speed and physicality, he's not going to have any problem continuing to produce those kind of numbers in the Big Ten. Marvison Harrison Jr. Right now, his number one competition for wide receiver one in the 2024 class is Xavier Worthy out of Texas, who is kind of like a Marquise Brown, smaller guy who can just do it all. Um, actually, well, how tall is Xavier Worthy? Xavier Worthy is six foot one, so I take that back. But he is 160 pounds, so he's kind of small in that that realm. But you know, two kind of different players, but Marvin Harrison. We all love those alpha size wide receivers. We love those big X wide receivers who can really take over the game. And Marvis and Harrison could really turn into that. Marvin Harrison Jr., watch out, 2024 draft. He's going to be our first round pick. He might be the first wide receiver selected. Whoever gets him is going to be very, very happy. And right now, Jackson Smith and the Jigba is out with injury. So it's just more time to shine for Marvin Harrison Jr. Fun thing, Marvin Harrison Sr., Six foot 185 in his playing career. Okay. Marvin Harrison Jr., 6'4, 205. So he's, he's a bigger version. Oddly enough, right now, through two games, Marvin Harrison Jr. is averaging 20 yards per catch. In Marvin Harrison Sr.'s senior season, he averaged 20.2 yards per reception. Also, playing pretty good. Playing at Syracuse, which was Donovan McNabb's first year at Syracuse. Oddly enough, they were teammates for one year in 1995. He had 56 catches for 1,131 yards, 20.2 yards per reception, and eight touchdowns. Not bad. And then just you know, go look up Marvin Harrison Sr. stats sometimes. I mean. He was good, man. 14,580 yards, 128 receptions. I'm sorry, touchdowns. A little bit to be desired on the uh, the rushing aspect. Only ten carries for twenty eight years, but Marvin. But look, if you they can... weren't into rushing the the wide receiver back then. True, but here's the thing, and I'm not saying it's a straight up comp because I think Marvin Harrison Jr.'s game is different than seniors. But the fact is, you know, people when they talk about quarterbacks, they love saying things like "coach's kid." Mm-hmm. He was running routes with one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game in his backyard as a child. So this has been ingrained in his mind his whole life, his entire life. I'm all in. 
I hate Ohio State, but I love me some Marvin Harrison Jr. You, you got to, man. And uh, 24-7, when he was still in high school, they were comparing him to Kenny Galladay. It doesn't sound fun right now, but this is when they were comparing him to Kenny Galladay. They're comparing him to Kenny Galladay like in 2019, 2020. That's more exciting. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Kenny Galladay, he was a he was a highly sought-after player for a lot of people for a while when mm-hmm. he was still with the Lions. It's weird that you leave the Lions and get worse. Usually that doesn't yeah. happen. You know, I think it's a, you know, obviously Kenny has dealt with injuries and that has really, you know, sidelined him in his career. But also it sounds almost like, you know, there's just like he got paid and he was good with it, man. True. True. Quiet quitting. That's what they call it these days. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, man. Quiet quitting. Oh, that's That sounds awful. So shall we move on to our next segment, Nate? I love the next segment. So absolutely. Next also, segment. I haven't even looked at who it is yet. So that's all right. I turned down the volume of the Penn State fight song. I realized that it was on here. It was fully maxed out, so I turned it down. So um, so now it is time for my segment, Mike's small school big player. So a guy that you may not hear about, maybe the next Jalen Tolbert, maybe the next Elijah Mitchell. Hey, guys that you probably want to get on your Devi Dynasty radar, however you want to look at it, sooner rather than later. So today we're going to be talking about wide receiver Allie Jennings from Old Dominion. He is 2023 draft eligible. So what did he do in the last game? We'll get there in a little bit. We'll tell you a little bit about Allie Jennings. He's six foot two, 200 pounds. That's really good wide receiver size. Not quite Marvin Harrison Jr., but still, this is a guy we're talking about playing at Old Dominion, right? A big dude. Originally attended West Virginia. He did sign there on December 19th, 2018. He did also receive offers from Georgia Tech, Temple, Illinois, and Michigan State. So he got some offers from some pretty big schools here mm-hmm. not just old dominion um he did enter, enter the transfer portal on january 21st 2021 he'd signed with old dominion march 8th 2021 in his two seasons at west virginia okay 14 games played 26 catches 240 yards and two touchdowns 2021 at old dominion 13 games played 62 catches 1066 yards and five touchdowns but mike it's old dominion but guess what he it's like almost five times the amount of yardage. I don't know. We'll say four times plus. He needed uh, his chance. Yeah, exactly. He needed his chance. And that's what happens with guys like this. They get buried on a depth chart. Maybe they academics, something like that. I don't know. They just need some time to shine. And when they get it, they make the most of it. And so, Old Dominion is doing a great job at the transfer portal. You know, Zach Koontz is there. Yes. Be a Penn State tight end. He was a four-star recruit. You know, yes. they, they have a couple guys there that they have, you know, um, I believe one of the running backs from Penn State was there as well. Um, one of their more highly rated running backs from a couple classes ago ended up there. Slade. And then he ended up. Is that who you're talking about? Who? Ricky Slade. Uh, yes, I believe so. But then I think he became like academically ineligible or something like that. I don't think he's actually playing anymore. But yeah, it's a shame. He was actually when he did play for Penn State when he got in the game, he was actually pretty decent. Um, I think he transferred because Journey Brown was there, hmm. and Journey Brown, you know, had that rapid ascent. That is it's what if, shame. man? What if he was really good? The good thing is, if you are a Penn State fan or you just want to get into Debbie Moore, Nicholas Singleton is the guy that you want to get on your radar. Um, he's probably Mike, yes. We're gonna be talking about Nicholas Singleton the same way we're talking about Travion Henderson. Um I'll As tell you what RB1 for the 2025 class. I'm already there, I think. 
I you know I, I love Jaden Blue as uh, one of my favorite running backs in the 2025 class, but Nicholas Singleton, man, he's doing doing it already. I think you're going to like Nicholas Singleton a lot more when Drew Alar gets in the game. <laughs> and here's why: this is nothing against Sean Clifford except fuck Sean Clifford. Um, Drew Alar is going to make the defenders take a couple steps back. Drew Alar has been comp to Ben Roethlisberger as far as arm talent. He's a big boy. He's six foot five. He can take the top off a of defense with his arm. He's got some wheels too. He's not the most mobile like Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford's in the game. They know he can't throw. They bring guys in the box. Drew Lars in the game. I saw Ohio do it. They were backing up. Like this dude can sling it. Nicholas Singleton, man, ripped off a 70 yarder for I think he was the first Penn State 100 yard rusher in like two or three years. Penn State rushing game did not look good. Noah Keene now at LSU. Thank God. Um, so Ali Jennings was a three star recruit as well. Is important to note that. I'm getting back to him though. Week two versus East Carolina. Eight catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. Boom. I will say it again. Eight catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. That is pretty damn, pretty damn good. And keep in mind, I was watching some film. I was not impressed with the old Dominion quarterback whatsoever. Um, we're talking a lot of balls that if he was throwing it at Penn State, they'd be getting picked off. You know what I mean? He he's mm. not he ain't it. Um, as far as the film goes, he can go deep, great high pointer because he has to be. He's a natural hands catcher with some breakaway speed. He's got uh, some good length, and his speed typically allows him to beat single coverage. Tracks the ball well. Good body contortion to come back for poorly thrown balls. Like I said, he can also run shorter routes. Although the one fault I see at this point is separation. Although I think a lot of it is because he has to slow down for the ball. So, because he does have some good speed. So I would actually really love to see him run some routes at the combine. You know, combine isn't everything, but I think that would be a good telltale. Mike, I think I saw this guy on our waivers in our C to C. Oh, well, there you go. You can pick him up. No, you can pick him up. They run tomorrow morning. (laughs) I guess I always forget to fill out the C to C waiver, to be honest with you. You get one a week, man. Might as well do it. It's true. Maybe I will. You can get Allie Jennings on your team. You, hey, did you know that he had eight receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns last game? It's Sounds good like a good college fantasy football asset to me. And maybe some actual Debbie Valley. So first thing I have to do is figure out how the hell to do waivers. Do I press the football? What? Yeah, yeah press the football players. players. You got it. We can talk about it on the Patreon. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, there he is right there. Okay, so yeah. um, do you have anything else to add? before we head on out of here for tonight nope just uh you know keep an eye on some of these guys because college football is exciting and if you get ahead of the game it only helps you out if you want to get into devi do it the same way you get in the dynasty just pay attention get a league it'll force you to pay attention make a list i have a prospect list i have it on the notes of my phone i add guys all the time and sometimes i take guys off because they ain't it it happens (laughs) You know it as well as I do. So, mm-hmm. all right, that will do it. Let me get back to the show sheet so we could do our thing here. Okay, so Nate, nothing else, correct? Nope, just nope. Music. We'll music. All right, so uh, best ball drafts are closed, but you can still do some prop bets on Underdog Fantasy. You can get a 100% match for any deposit up to $100 using the promo code rewind all one word all caps SeatGeek more than just sporting events take your girl or guy for Christmas coming up soon get the tickets now go to a sporting event like I said go see a comedian go see a concert 
promo code Dynasty One twenty dollars off your first purchase. We'd love to and cordially invite you to join the best community of fantasy football. Follow Rewinder today, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty One. Now offering a ten percent discount for yearly membership at global.com Best gear on the planet. Use promo code Rewinder. Ten percent off all Dynasty One merch. Renee Christian, I'm your host Michael Bauer. Until next time, everyone. Be kind. Please join.